So, Eric, when was, when was the last time you slapped somebody? <laughs> well, I can tell you the last time I got slapped. Uh, oh, yeah, when was that? Actually, no, I won't tell that story. I think you were there for that one. But the second to last time I was slapped. <laughs> oh, I <yeah>. can't. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I do know, I do know that one. Oh, <laughs> I was there for that slap. Oh, drunk Eric showing restraint. Anyway, uh, two times ago was when Doug slapped me for our five for our five star uh, bet. The slap bets the that slap you guys bets. would do. Yeah, that's from, the last uh, time I met your mother. And I got okay. hit twice in the face because the first time he didn't really hit me clean, and I was like, ah. You didn't hit me clean enough. You can hit me again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Doug's got these fucking big-ass banana hands. You know, Bear claws. Yeah. So um, that's the last time. What about you? When was the last time you pissed Mel off enough to where she... Oh, that's, well, that's never happened. But <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't know if I've ever really been slapped. You know? I don't know. So I don't think I have. So... It's kind of sad, and I've thought about this all day as I stared at all these funny fucking memes about Will Smith hitting Chris Rock about this thing that Chris Rock said Yeah. Uh, about Jada Pinkett Smith. And, I, you know, it's like it's so sad and out there that people are like, was this staged or not? And it's still like in my brain that I don't know. You know, because if you look at the Oscar ratings, it's like they've plummeted and they've plummeted ever since Jada Pinkett Smith was like Oscar so white and people stopped tuning in. People started poking holes in the process and the and the awards and the and the the look at diversity and inclusion in movies and being nominated and everyone having a fair shot. And as that's changed the Oscars, the Oscars have also like had less and less people watching it so for the person like myself the tinfoil hat gang you know some of us and i'm not saying me but think that this is like a staged outrage event right to like get people to be like oh my god what's gonna happen in the oscars next year will smith gonna slap a bitch like you know what i mean like like so you know it's i don't know i i i don't think that's the case i'm not saying this is really yeah i mean this is really like hurt will smith's reputation right now i i feel like he'll come back from it that's just how the world works but at one of the best moments in his career and his life right yeah that's the thing like i don't think it's real well i mean i sorry i think it's real and not a stage thing because it's like he finally won his oscar but thing is now everyone's always going to think about the slap anyone anytime anyone ever brings up exactly his Oscar, and he so. essentially spent his speech apologizing, which is yeah. He like, actually just put out an official apology. I on read it, yeah. Instagram like an hour or so ago, or whatever, <laughs> however long. But took his yeah. I mean, twenty four hours to write that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I don't. I honestly don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I actually want to talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people talked about it to death today, and you know, I want to make. I want to talk about the Oscars. In general, and you know all the winners, because there was a a lot of historic wins um, last night. Yeah. So you know, I want to get to that, but you know, it's, it's so stupid what <laughs> happened. It's like you know, comedians are just telling jokes, and you know, 
sorry this one hit the wrong way but there's no, yeah no reason for you to yeah. you know assault someone right uh you know because this is just a hollywood actor getting away with assault in public you know but yeah it's Which, it's yeah it's not on, you say? on on national television and then no on global, global television TV. and global then television. you sent like a the japanese broadcast of it right where like it was they the australian version the australian version where like they didn't yeah. like censor it censor yeah. out all the stuff he said after but yeah yeah, yeah, it's it's sad. I agree. I, I it's it's just a really shitty situation overall. But I'm a big fan of stand up comedy and I'm I'm literally just like, well, it it's a joke. Like he's making a joke. And like, yeah, that's comics jobs is to make jokes mm-hmm. about situations that are like bad and taboo and all that kind of shit. Like and if you can't handle it, like, OK, fine. But it doesn't allow for you to result in violence. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yep. Physical violence, because... Yeah. You know, that's just too much. Yeah. Well, you know, that's all the time we'll spend on that. I want to get to other yeah, better things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so before we get to the Oscars stuff, um, you wanted to mention something? Uh Oh, crap. God, I've already missed it. What, what was I going to mention? Oh! Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> See? This is what happens. We get started. I... I, I start drinking um <laughs> so as as you know i've kind of i've set up my like my hub here in my new house with like all my my office my desk i got a f- four monitor fucking set up with, and then i have a tv and um the other day like what was it like a week ago you were you you were Probably like last yeah i think it was like last monday you were like uh talking to me about like how you have background shows on on discovery plus and like i i have discovery plus like proxy my sister but um it then made me like go and explore discovery plus and then you were like yeah listen to ghost hunters like in the background it's like such a great show and like since you said that like i did that for like three days last week and then for the last like couple days i've had uh deadliest catch on which is like my favorite show ever to be on discovery channel and i just started with like the last season season 17 which is like crazy and Mm -hmm. i I have to tell you it's like excuse me it's like literally the best like white noise like background stuff and it's helped me become so much more productive with work it's like insane Oh, good. <laughs> it's like I can listen to the news or a podcast or whatever, but it kind of like keeps me engaged in a way where like I'm listening to it because I actually want to hear what the fuck they're saying, right? But mm-hmm. with like these shows, it's just like, you know, Mike Rowe narrating over it, and then it's like a bunch of guys cursing and catching crabs. So it's like it drowns out. So I yeah. can actually focus, which I, you know newsflash everybody i have adhd um <laughs> but uh i i had to commend you because it's like ever since you suggested that to me i was like oh shit let me do a deep dive into discovery yeah. plus and there is There's so, so much, much good great stuff shit. On there. and like yeah. the other day like when i did the deep dive i'm like oh my god i can watch like season one of american chopper like i'm so <laughs> fucking stoked like i love it yeah 
Yeah, I remember, I think it was a f- last year we were talking about like shows that we watched like in the background. And, you know, Discovery Plus is always, it's definitely one uh, one of the streaming services I watch just a lot of. Like, like you said, I've been watching a lot of the Ghost Hunters, you know, because it's a great show to have on the background because, you know, you just, he- like, you just have to hear, like, you know, <laughs> if they hear something or they see something, you're like, Oh, let me pay attention for a bit. Yeah, like, like 30 seconds. And it's always yeah. like, oh, what was that? Yeah, that? yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's entertaining. You know, it is what it is. It's and, uh, you know, yeah, I watch a lot of, um, uh, you know, Fixer Upper. I'm a big fan of. But then my favorite show is Hawaii Life, where they sell real estate in, in Hawaii. Uh, that's my favorite one. That's such like, a ridiculous show to me. It's like what? Y- you could be brain dead and sell real estate in Hawaii. Like you really could. Like come on, <laughs> you're in fucking Hawaii. It's like, hey, here's a house. Look, great view of the water, and you have your own pool, and it's a hundred degrees all year and round. It's a lot more you than know? that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Discover Plus is where it is at. Yeah, I gotta do like more of a, like a deep dive in there. Like I started watching some Anthony Bourdain. Like I remember back in yeah. the day, I didn't really care much for Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I started watching it and, you know, he talked a lot about death and like being depressed in that first like couple episodes. I'm like, man, this guy, you know, you know, he he took his own life, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm just listening. I'm like, geez, he's had, you know, I don't know. I don't want to go into it, but I'm like, he's had some kind of demons for a long time. And just Mm -hmm. hearing him talk on the show, he was kind of like negative but also like positive in certain ways i don't know it was interesting i don't know did you ever watch his yeah shows? yeah so like i loved his show like and it the best thing about his show is that as much as it was like centered around food it was the conversations were like gave you a deep dive into like the actual culture of where yeah. he went and it was done in this like effortless way and then like as the show went on like he just got better and better and you could tell like he got like happier as a person as the show went on but yeah in those early times like he was like a you know he was like a, a chef that like was just getting over drugs and all that kind of shit and like he had those demons mm. he wrote a book and then like they gave him a show and like i i you know what's interesting it's like when you say that it like makes me think because um it was such a big deal when he died and like i would kind of pay attention to him and like what he was doing at the time and he was like he totally changed his like life around and then he like just went ahead and like committed suicide and Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you say it that way like in the early days where he talks so much about it and all that shit it's like it's almost like he kind of like made his decision at some point and just like waited yeah maybe you know like regardless of whatever it's like your demons never go away. You just like kind of keep them at bay. I think for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting really somber here. You know, we went from yeah. like assault to now like suicide. I think yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to get too much into it, but yeah, just yeah, watching his show, it just uh, it just kind of opened my eyes to I guess kind of his like inner thinkings, yeah, because his narration on the show. But him and like his is a great show though to have for the background noise too, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, you know, today we're we're gonna talk about 
you know, I think the the Oscars. You know, I want to give my general thoughts on the Oscars. Um, I did not. Did you even watch it? No, no. So disclaimer: I didn't watch, and uh, I probably didn't watch the enough of movies to even like have an opinion about winners. But you know, yeah, I don't want to go through like all the winners. You know, maybe some of the top ones, but I I I do want to go through the um the best pictures because Mm -hmm. I've seen almost all of them now. Um, and I know you've seen a few, so I definitely want to talk through, through them. Um, but first, you know, you were talking about before the Oscars, you know, it's my Super Bowl. I watch it every year mm-hmm. and they, you know, as you've been saying, the, the ratings have gone downhill, you know, they used to be such a big thing, you know, people watching all the time and over the past, you know, 10, 15 years have gone downhill. You know, I think a lot of that to me has to do with people not having cable, anymore as well uh, you know it used, okay. it used to be the thing where you know it was cable um it, it was on cable people were watching it it was just something to do but now there's a million and one streaming services that even more come out every year people just don't care they don't have cable they watch other things you know uh, but you know the shows they just haven't really modernized i, mm-hmm. I felt um it's very eclectic you know? Yeah, and you know, I think they did a couple good things this year. Oh, to me, overall, it was a pretty bad show. Um, yeah. But there were some things in here that I thought, now this is interesting. They need to do more of this. So, first, I want to talk about the negative. One, it was still three and a half hours. They know that the they Ugh. talk about the length of this. Like they've been criticized in the past about the length. And wasn't why last the fuck would you make short? it? Like wasn't it like ninety minutes? I think it was like two hours last year. Like yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty quick. They had some cool ideas last year. St- uh, Steven Soderbergh was one of the producers, and they actually filmed it like a movie. It was actually mm-hmm. pretty nice. Um, and this year, because didn't... of COVID protocol, I guess they just went back to business as usual. Yeah, they pretty much went back to business as usual. Um, you know, which is fine, but you know. One of the, before the show even happened, one of the biggest criticism that was they talked about a lot of the technical awards were going to be pre-recorded and they were going to be mixed into the sh- the showing. Um, so you know the like best sound uh, or whatever was mm-hmm. like okay here are the nominees and then like it would cut immediately to like the winners like telling their speech and it was like short and sweet or whatever. Um, so you know I thought they were doing that so they would save a lot of time. And it was the show was still three and a half hours, so I don't know what the fuck they were trying to accomplish with that. Mm-hmm. They were trying to fill it with other moments, you know. They had a lot of performances. I know people like the performances of like the best original songs, um, but to me, none of them just really hit this year. I mean, maybe we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto, you know, that was a little fun. Um, but so that was definitely my biggest criticism. The length is they got to freaking shorten these things. Um, you know, they brought back the hosts this year of Amy Schumer, uh, Wanda Sykes and, uh, Regina Hall, you know, yeah, you know, they were fine. Yeah. I mean, they were okay. Nothing special about it, but there was this horrible bit with Regina Hall and how, it was this bit about how she has to COVID test certain actors. And there was all these really good looking actors like, um, 
uh, uh, Tyler Perry was one, but then there was, uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking on all these, these people. Um, Ryan she Gosling. Co- oh, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper was one, but then she brought up all these guests, but it was, it was her about like, she was saying she was single in the beginning of the show, but it was her like really like kind of be like, Oh guys, I need a COVID test you. But then like kind of sexually like making jokes about them. Mm-hmm. And then like two other presenters came up and she started like patting the presenters down as well. Two men, two men. So it's like, you know, they always talk about how, Oh, Josh you know, Brolin and, uh, uh, Jason. Josh Brolin. Oh, Jason Momoa. They were the two presenters. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Make your point. Cause if you, if you don't make this point, I, I gotta make it. So go ahead. No, I'm going to, but the thing is if the roles were reversed yep. and a guy was doing this to women, yep. like the, you know, people would have, be having a shit storm. So it's like, why are you doing these? I don't know the correct terminologies. These, you know, these gender, uh, again, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, you know, if the roles were reversed, people would have a shit storm, you know, people would be pissed and upset, but you know, but a woman's doing it to a guy and people find it hilarious. Now, personally me, I don't care what people do. It's just a joke. But like, right. If Hollywood is so up in arms about like the me too movement, like, you know, this is just like a woman doing like sexually harassing actors on stage. Like, yeah, but are she we was just... frisking these guys for a long time. Like it was awkward. Yeah, but so. like I guess like the the hard left liberal whatever you want to call it, like you know, outrage culture people are going to say, "Well, men did it, so why can't women do it?" Right? Like it's a woman's world today. Like I think it's stupid. It, I think it, it's the whole like two wrongs don't make a right thing. Um, yeah. I think it's in bad taste. I'm honestly a like to be honest, I, I'm, I'm like upset that they made Regina Hall do this kind of bit. You could tell like this isn't something that she probably wanted to do. Um, yeah, she I was mean, selling I, it. She was definitely well, selling it. She's an actor, <laughs> right? She's an actor. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. she's not stupid and she's very uh, she speaks out about stuff. So it's like, you know, yeah, maybe she didn't think this one through or whatever. But I mean, it's. Yeah, I just thought it was very. It's a bad, just, it's a bad comedy bit, and I agree. It with was. You. It I was terrible. It, I think it's poor bullshit. taste. Yeah, yeah. It was. It just it wasted a lot of time. Like, dude, mm-hmm. it was like a three, four minute skit. You yeah. could, you could be showing people winning awards in that amount of time. Like, come on, get the, right. like. That's why, like, I want them to go back to no host. I think the show is so much better without a host. Well, you know what um, I think this is? Like like I think it's very similar to kind of what our friends were saying in our chat yesterday. Like and this is the problem with the Oscars, like since we're talking about negatives. It's like it's a it's a peacocking event. Like it literally is a is a pretentious peacocking event and like that's what this is. And and like what, you know, I won't say who it was, but like someone said yesterday, it's like, "Oh yeah, let me just like listen to sean penn talk about like the endangered species animal and how much like (laughs) us middle class people are pieces of shit while he accepts an award and like flew there on a private jet like like go fuck yourself dude like accept (laughs) your award thank god and whoever the fuck else you want to thank and and move the fuck on with your day like like don't sit here and like preach to us little people from your from your pedestal, right? Like, like you're, you're literally like, like this goes back to the whole when 2020 happened and they're all like singing that, like we're in this together. 
like you're so out of touch which is what yeah. the oscars is is like been like you know titled like out of touch rich actors and actresses with like personality disorders essentially like fondling over one another like yeah. like it's like it's stupid man and it's like the the award ceremony and this whole event this is the 94th oscars like and it's still the same it's stupid yeah like, and that's the, yeah and that's you know kind of kind of kind of bring me to my next point well if, if you're done then I'll, no, i'm um, done preaching about yeah yeah, and that's going to be my to, to my next point. You know, this is going to lean towards more positives, but also like how the Oscars just really have to change. Now, there are the video game awards, and I think the video game awards it's it's fairly new. I can't, I don't know how many years it's going on. Maybe like five plus years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Genius. Maybe even longer. Genius. It's about time, right? Like, how many fucking video games have been made? You know? Yeah, yeah. So this guy, uh, Jeff Keighley, I believe his name, he started it. Um, and, you know, it's a celebration of video games. And, you know, it does, you know, the acting and, you know, best games for different, you know, for whatever reasons. And But what's great about it is that it's, you know, again, two hours. There are a ton of awards, get stuff done. But what's great about it is it's offering exclusive sneak peeks at video games world premieres of trailers like big big video games right uh like a couple years ago it, at the video game awards it xbox dropped the trailer for the new console like that's when people got their first right. look at the console so you know people are watching these award shows not only to celebrate video games but to also watch these exclusive trailers like it's bringing viewerships like also think about like make your point make your point because i know what you're about to say i know what you're about to say yeah i want them to do that with the oscars yeah and i i think they should and they kind of did that last night what did they give us that i did not see besides the slap in the face no what (laughs) they did they they did exactly that after an award was given chris evans came on screen and was like Hey, congratulations, so-and-so getting your Oscar. Um, now, here's a sneak peek. Uh, here's a trailer for uh, the Lightyear movie that's coming out in June. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, this is what they need to fucking do. Yep. This is what they have to do. They have to but, – but tell people that, hey, world-exclusive premiere of yeah. the new fucking Avatar sell 2 trailer coming out. Like, sell it. Like – that's what's going to bring people to see you know to the seats. You know the Oscars are also about the celebration of movies. Mm-hmm. No one wants like you just talked about before. No one wants to watch rich people tell us, uh, you know, save these animals. You know, on, after they're flying on their pri- private jet, whatever. Right. You know, they <laughs> you need to you need to modernize this and change it. And you know, if you want to bring people to seats, you know, you're going to get exclusive content. And mm-hmm. I think. That's what I love about the Video Games Awards, and they started doing that with this, and, you know, I thought that was fun. And as a second part, uh, actually, you know what, before I go on to my next part, if you want to comment on on that before, before um, I move on. So, I, I totally agree with you, and I honestly think that, and this is funny because you call the Oscars your Super Bowl, it's almost like movies and production companies and media companies have to 
have to buy in on this, right? Because in order for like the Lightyear trailer or whatever it is, new spot to drop at the Oscars, there needs to be a contract written up for that, right? Like they have to give rights to it being shown at this time, and it's all a money game. Like the Oscars, to save themselves, need to look at all these media companies and say, don't drop your new fucking trailer during the Super Bowl in February. Wait yeah. a wait a month. Yes. Drop it at the Oscars. It'll change the whole format, the marketing style, the money that goes into the Oscars, mm-hmm. the whole vibe that goes into the Oscars. And yes. it'll break up the show. It'll make people tune in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like the the um there's like a the Avatar two trailer is gonna drop what before Doctor Strange? R- r- rumored, yeah. Yeah. Why the no. fuck is it happening before a movie? That's coming out in a month. And why is it not being dropped at the Oscars? Yeah. Right? Like like from a they director that has the highest, one of the highest grossing movies in the history of film. Uh, James Cameron, one of the most revered directors of all time. Like, like, why is that not where you put this shit? And it's because they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it's like, yeah. it's sad that it takes some startup entrepreneur guy that goes to work in a polo and fucking chuck taylor's to come up with the <laughs> video game awards and then to come up with like let's do it this way and yeah, yeah. And, and they probably get more viewership than the oscars have gotten <laughs> right like maybe yeah i'd actually be interested in those numbers but yeah you're absolutely right i think you know taking away from the super bowl would would make it even better yeah, yeah make it, sell making it with this... other things right like doritos yeah. will do another commercial like, like yeah and I, I really like, yeah, and I really hope next year they continue the trend of showing trailers in that. They, you know, they still have to there's a lot they have to do, but mm-hmm. yeah, let's, you know, let's go that route, go all you know, in make on it, your industry, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so so that's, you know, one thing that, you know, should change and I'm, you know, hopefully we see more of that. The other thing I actually really liked about the show is, you know, they had a lot of different anniversaries. Uh, and they they had a bunch of reunions in this mm-hmm. in the episode, uh, the episode the in episode. this Oscars. <laughs> um, this episode of the Oscars. Three hours. It should be episodes. Yeah. So you know it was it's the fiftieth anniversary of the Godfather. So they did you know a montage of that, but then they brought on stage Francis Ford Coppola, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. Did you see or hear about this documentary that's coming out about this? Or uh, like a movie the that's script, coming the out? Scripted, yeah, the scripted show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called like, the the offer. I think Miles Teller is in it. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's like else. about the movie that was almost never made or some shit. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, I think it was about the making of it or yeah. something like that. That sounds like cool. And like I'm gonna yeah. watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I yeah. like that. Shit. But um, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. no, it's all good. And then it, yeah, so they you know they had the reunion there, and then you know for certain categories they brought back um, you know crews. So like for example, uh, best original screenplay was won by Pulp Fiction. Like I don't know, however many years ago. So like John Travolta was on stage with Samuel Jackson and Uma Thurman, and then, you know cool. they did a little bit. Uh, then White Man Can't Jump. There was a reunion of Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes, and Rosie Perez, and then uh, there was jail. another. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Then Cody. there was there was another one. I'm but I'm 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 blanking out what the last one is. But I'm like, yeah, that's like that's that's really cool. cool. That's like I would I would love seeing like that kind of stuff uh, yeah. as well. Again, celebrating movies for the past, having them then present an award. Like, you know, that's cool. I, yeah. I think that was a good twist. No, twist. I don't know why I'm saying twist. twist. But a good, you know, a good new thing that happened uh, to the show. So, um, but yeah, so I think, I think those were my big positives on the show. But yeah, otherwise, you know, not a great um, Oscars in general. So, yeah. But uh, any, any other that. thoughts there before we move on to, like, kind of the winners and, and stuff like that? Uh, no. Um, no. Okay. All right. So, you know, I think um, I just want to go through, like, the best pictures. Um, and then, you know, as we kind of talk through them a bit, I'll go through, you know, I'll talk about some of the other awards, mm-hmm. but you know, cause I've caught up on a lot of the best pictures over the past few weeks. Um, so hopefully you'll, uh, you know, you'll kind of follow along with me, Eric, cause I know you haven't seen too, too many, Yeah. but, um, well, you know, you know look, some I, I have like all the nominations and winners like list up. And, um, if you want to look at this, just type it in like, Oscar nominations and winners 2020. Yeah, I'm, I have the, Go- the list. Google right does now. a great job with how they they present this, dude. Like it's so yeah, they always they always do a good job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you like, I'm just I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I'm just like I scrolled all the way to the bottom and I'm looking at like all these, you know, the best design, film editing, production design, like all that. Yeah, shit. I don't, I don't want to go through all that. No, no, no. I know, I know. But like scrolling through this list, um. You know, I'm not really disagreeing with some of these winners, you know, like from the stuff that I've seen. But, yeah, let's yeah, start I think, with you on this. What, what do you want to do, best picture? Yeah, no, I'm just going to run through the best picture movies and, you know, a conversation will stem from there. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I'll, I'll start off the bat um, with the with the winner, Coda. Um, now, I, having seen most of these movies, this was – my third favorite among Dune and Nightmare Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved Coda. I don't know if we've talked about it on the we. I think we might have talked about it on here. I, I'm not even. I can't remember. I can't remember. But um, you suggested Nina and I watch it uh, a couple of days ago, and and we're gonna watch it because yeah, it's a it's a, like I love how they're doing all these like new concept like movies lately about stuff like this that just has never been brought up in film before. Yeah, the, it was you know, so Coda is a um, child of deaf. Uh, isn't that what that stands for? Yeah, child of deaf. I can't remember the A though. I'll have you look it up. But so this is an Apple TV Plus movie, uh, and it's a com- coming of age tale of a girl who's in high school. Her entire family is deaf: mom, dad, and brother. But she can uh, child she, she can of hear. deaf adults. Child of Deaf Adults. Okay, this is an Apple so, TV Plus movie. Yeah, so it made history by Apple TV Plus is now the first streaming service to win Best Picture. Um, you know, there have been plenty of nominations in the past for like Netflix and such like that, but yeah. Apple TV Plus made history of being the first streaming service to win Best Picture. Damn, HBO uh, and I think pissed. it's 
<laughs> I, mean, I I would feel like Netflix is Netflix probably is more probably pissed. more pissed. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So you know, I absolutely love this movie. I adored it. Uh, it. You know, there's a lot of heart in it. You know, maybe cry a couple times. Uh, it is it is a very conve- it is a very conventional storyline, um, right. like a coming of age tale. I mean, if you watch one coming of age tale, this is very similar to it. But you know, it has its own little you know the situation that it's talking about yeah, is very it, different, right? Yeah, it's well, it's unique because I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, um, the the father who is played by a real deaf actor, um, uh, Troy Kotzer, Kotzer, he's been a favorite to win, and he ended up winning best supporting yep. uh, actor. Uh, well deserved. He was fantastic in the movie. You know, uh, made history. He made history by being the first deaf actor to win an Oscar. Um, so you know, props to him. A fantastic movie. Uh, definitely highly recommend. Um, so I am. I'm. I'm pleased with with this winner. You know, um, after seeing a lot of these other movies, um, I I couldn't be happier that Coda Coda won. So. Um, yeah, well, well deserved. So hopefully you get to check it out soon, Eric. Yeah, no, I think we're gonna watch it this week. Um, and then looking at a couple of these other movies, I know I need to watch The Power of the Dog, and I know I need to watch Nightmare Alley, and I've been meaning yeah. to, and I have to do it before it gets pulled off HBO, if it hasn't already. I'm a schmuck, but no, I uh, think it's gonna stay on there now because it, it didn't. Yeah, I think it's gonna stay on there now. Um, Dune it's on was Hulu good. Too. Dune was good, but not best picture worthy at all by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, so let's let's talk about one of those. Uh, you know, we'll start with um, we'll start with Dune only because we've talked about it extensively on the show. Mm. Um, yeah, Dune won so many technical awards. I think it won like it won seven? the most. It won six yeah. awards last night, and it won yeah, yeah a lot of technical ones. Like I was saying before, it won yeah well deserved for those sound uh, yeah score. Hans Zimmer Hans won Zimmer. his again. Just... So, well, this is only his second Oscar. R- what? Yeah, he has not won an Oscar <laughs> since Star Lion Wars? King. Li- Lion King? Oh no, that He's was John Williams. St- I'm sorry, different. Yeah, he he won it from yeah. Lion King and then Doom. Yeah, oh. yeah, he has. Oh. Yeah, he has not. Um, yeah, he has not won uh, an Oscar since, which is crazy, right? I, I need like a list of the movies he's done, and then I need. To, I mean, it's and then a huge I need list. to slap somebody. But you'll you'll see the list. <laughs> like he's been, you know, he's been nominated so many times. How do you not get it for Gladiator? Like, what the fuck uh, else was I know. that year that he didn't get it for Gladiator? Inception. Oh, yep. I know it's like every time he loses, I'm like, I don't understand how does this guy fucking lose. So, um, but yeah, you know, Dune, I didn't think would win best picture, but you know, I'm glad it was nominated, you know, this big, uh, big movie. Um, you know, but I'm just happy that all the technical awards were won. Um, so then you also mentioned power of the dog. So I watched it this weekend I literally finished it two minutes before the Oscars uh, started. Like it, it just timed it perfectly. How is um, that movie? Because I've heard great things about it, so I'm just. So I think to me it might have been a little too. I don't want to even say hyped up because I've just been hearing such good things about it between reviews and such like that. 
Um, but I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave it like a three and a half on Letterboxd, which is, you know, I think it's, I think it's a fine movie. Um, you gave Tenet you know, a three and a half. <laughs> n- no, I gave Tenet a two and a half. I think. No. Yeah. Tenet's even lower than this. You got to yeah. rewatch that movie, man. I did. I've watched it twice already. I rewatched it like a few weeks ago. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, but yeah, so Jane, Jane Campion. Uh, she actually won best director for this movie. You know, I thought she did a phenomenal job, um, with it. You know, this movie, a lot of it is just beautiful landscapes, uh, you know, just gorgeous scenery, cinematography, just gorgeous. I still think Steven Spielberg should have won over like for West Side Story for what award? Um, what for best director, best director, I think Steven. I think really? Steven Spielberg should have won. I didn't care much for the movie, but he directed the fuck out of that movie. Like yeah. that movie is just brilliantly directed. And and is it really just because I mean West Side Story is a musical, right? So like, there's more to do as opposed to like this chick just setting up a camera on like a landscape. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, hers. It's you know. A lot of it is just like still shots. It's a slow, calm movie, but you know, mm. Steven Spielberg is dealing with musical numbers, but like he's not cutting in his movie because you know. So I watched Wet Story like a week and a half ago. That's another one I'll, I, I could talk about. Um, you know, let me finish with Power of the Dog, and yeah. then I'll get the Wet Side yeah, Story yeah. afterwards. But um, you know, I thought the story was just you know it was okay. I thought it was interesting. Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, was really good. Um, I literally have no idea why Kristen Dunst was um, nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Because she was standing she did, there. <laughs> dude, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst virtually did nothing in that movie. Like, there were that is not an Oscar-nominated performance, it, like an Oscar performance to me. It was just... I'm not. She wasn't like, doing much. Yeah, but I'm not surprised, right? Like, like I see Judy Dench was nominated for Belfast. I didn't see that movie, but... Judy Dench has said it herself, like being nominated for best supporting actress in movies that she's done. And she's like, I said six words. Like I, I didn't do anything. Like, yeah. why am I being nominated? But yeah, I, I think there was, I think it was her. She was literally nominated for a movie and I think she had like one scene in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. But, um, yeah, Kristen Dunn should not have been nominated, but um, it's a formality, yeah, I mean, right? Like, I mean, that's I, I, they so someone else could have gotten it, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Power of the Dog. It was, I think, it was good. I think it's definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, so that's that's on Netflix. Um, yeah, then you know, West Side Story. It's on Disney Plus right now. Um, yeah, Steven Spielberg should have won. You know, I'm. Have, I've never. Have you ever seen the original? Because I haven't. No, I haven't watched either of those. Yeah, I mean, the the, the story's just too old school for me. You know, the love story is just so unrealistic that I just can't even... I, I, yeah. I can't get in the story because of just how unrealistic it is. Like, people were literally dying for them, and they met, like, they wanted to run away with each other after, like, a day. And it's yeah. like, really? You, you literally together. just fucking met. Yeah, the story, I just I just didn't care for. But Steven Spielberg, I thought, like, I was like, you know, he did a really fucking good job with it. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, he he did not get it. So Well, um, I mean. And then, um, yeah, you mentioned Belfast. I have not won or I have not listened. Wow, Jesus Christ. I have not watch. watched. 
Belfast. <laughs> I didn't really have much of a desire to see it, to be honest. Um, I'm going to still try to check it out at some point. Ke- Kenneth Branagh actually won best, uh, or no, is it adapted? What is it? He won one of the screenplays. Oh, it was a best original screenplay for Kenneth Branagh. Oh, so, yep, there it is. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll have to possibly check it out, you know, at some point. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then you mentioned Nightmare Alley. Fucking love that movie. You got to, yeah. you got to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Guillermo del Toro, you know, he, he hits it in a, this one. Oof, hits it good. Okay. Uh, you know, this is based on a book and also was it, I think it was a book, but then there was actually a movie made in the 1940s. Um, so I, I thought this was, you know, going into it, I thought this was a Guillermo del Toro original, but it's not, mm-hmm. but man, Bradley Cooper is fucking great in this movie. Uh, you Who know, this movie, I don't think came I don't think this movie won anything. Cape Blanchett. Yeah. Cape Last Blanchett. night, Cape Blanchett is great. William Defoe just fucking showing William up Defoe everywhere. is so good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Ned Morale, you know, I was rooting for this one to win. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to win, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, really, really, really good movie. And yeah, we wanted to talk about it a few weeks ago, but then I think I sc- couldn't Scream. Watch it. Yeah, and Scream. no, I think then like Scream. We, I don't know. I can't remember. It really wasn't nominated for anything besides Best Picture. Yeah, I don't. I think maybe like costume uh, or makeup design. or something. Yeah, I think it had a couple technical awards. Yeah. This was a late entry, though, right? I mean, this came out like. January. No, it's came out end of December. December. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know, I guess we could talk about um King Richard, you know. Yeah. I um, mean, let's let's talk about that movie because it's it's probably one of Will Smith's best performance performances, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah, really and is. you know, he ended up winning the the Oscar for it. I mean, he was really fucking good in it, but yeah. again, we're not going back into it, but it's going to be forever tainted. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really, you know, I thought this movie was, you know, enjoyable again, you know, kind of, uh, kind of like a conventional biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Will Smith fucking nailed it out of the park. Uh, there was actually a really funny joke that I think one of the hosts, either I can't remember if it was Wanda Sykes or Amy Schumer. But it was like, yes, and we have the, you know, a biopic of the V, uh, the Sari, or what is it? The um, Williams sisters' father. <laughs> and, you know, uh, they were just making the joke about how they wish it, they, it was a biopic of the Williams sisters instead of the father. But, anyways. That's um, actually funny as hell. It, yeah. it, it, how they delivered it, I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, that's a good one. That's <laughs> pretty fair. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good, um, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was a good movie. You know, I don't know, I really have much else to say about it. But um, no, it, it was a good movie. It was uh, it was definitely Will's Smith's best job at doing a role. Um, I think I spent the first like thirty minutes of this movie just like trying to comprehend the fact that that's Will Smith, which is great. <laughs> um, yeah. And then like he, it, and then like the other good thing about the movie too is that it's it's easy to get pulled out of a movie when it's like a big actor like that doing somebody else, which is why like a lot of movies today, like they try to t- they try to like find someone who isn't known to do a role so that you're not bringing your like preconceived notions of like what this person's done, you know. 
uh, outside mm-hmm. of the Batman. But, yeah, you know, um, I, I have to say, as great as Will Smith was in this, he wouldn't have shined as great as he did without the supporting staff around him. Like, yeah. the two girls were, were incredible, too. Um, uh, the woman who portrayed his wife, Anjanu Ellis, like... She should have won Best Supporting she, Actress. She should have won Best Supporting Actress, a thousand percent. Yeah, um, she, yeah. And then, and then even like John Bernthal, like in this movie, like, like he, he Will wouldn't have been able to like even have the, I feel like the drive to act as well as he did if he didn't have someone to bounce his character off of as well as these other people. Um, and I'm, and I'm really genuinely happy that he finally got this award. Uh, I, I think it's long overdue. Like, I think he should have gotten an award for Pursuit of Happiness. Um, that's still one of the most oh, like, touching, I see, yeah, that's best movies, movies ever ugh. ever done. It's so um, good. Even Seven Pounds, like, he's great in. You know? like um, mm-hmm. So I'm really happy he got it for this. But I'm also, like, kind of sad that it's going to be totally overshadowed by him essentially losing his temper. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. So, but all right. Well, so that's King Richard. Uh, What other ones are on here? Uh, Well, I'll say this. I mean, Denzel was nominated for this with the tragedy of Macbeth, and I got 20 minutes into that fucking movie and couldn't do it. (laughs) That movie was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I have no desire to watch it. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, now, the only other person, because I saw the movie, and I even put it on my top list for 2021, was Javier Bardem being being the Ricardos. Like, he did a Mm -hmm. fucking phenomenal job in that movie. Um, Yeah. But I did not get a chance to watch Tick, Tick, Boom or Power of the Dog, so... I. You know, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is, like, a great actor. I'm not putting that, you know, I'm not holding anything against him. I think Andrew Garfield probably did a fucking phenomenal job in Tick, Tick, Boom. I, I love Andrew Garfield and pretty much everything he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't, I you know, I, I can't see them being better than Will Smith and King Richard. Yeah, I I only for best actor this is the category we're talking about. Yeah, I've only saw the two performances of Benedict Cumberbatch and Will Smith. So yeah, I would probably just give it to him. But you know who um to kind of pivot here. Do you know who I'm actually really happy for that I don't think she's won an award either or a best actress award is Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she has either. She might have been nominated. Uh, let's see. She's been nominated three times. Okay. Uh, one for supporting role in The Help and a leading role in Zero Dark Thirty. Um, but oh. yeah, she was really. Eyes of Tamifei was an okay movie, but she was really. She, she was, was really very good in it. She like, and that's what I mean. Like, she definitely is the best. Like, uh, other than Nicole Kidman. And being the Ricardos, who literally looked looked and acted like Lucille Ball, Kirsten, mm-hmm. Kri- Kristen Stewart, like I'm so done with this bitch, I'm so <laughs> done with her, dude. Like I have given this girl more chances than I can say, fucking friends that I don't talk to anymore in my life. Like 
she has disappointed me in every fucking movie that I've seen her in. And Nina, who loves, loves, like, the whole royal family and watching shit. And she knows the history and why the fuck they're in control and everything. Like, she knows. She was, like, her and I watched Spencer and we're both just like. No. <laughs> like, no. Like, the movie yeah. was bad. It even portrayed Princess Diana in a bad light. It's literally a movie about her, like, eating disorder. Did I did I tell you our experience of trying to watch Spencer? It was probably just as bad as mine, but sure, so give me something. <laughs> we, so Melissa and I started watching it, like, ten minutes in, both of us were, like, looking at each other and we're like, is the score really fucking annoying? Like, <laughs> We were like the score was actually bothering us. Yeah, and I think the score is by I think Johnny Greenwood. Um, Get a new job, Johnny. No, so Johnny Greenwood's actually a phenomenal uh, composer. Um, I'm trying to look up. Yeah, so he did do he did he was the composer for um, uh, Spencer, um, and you know I was just like. Like why? Why is this so bad? Like we we were ten minutes in and stopped the movie, and Melissa was like, "I can't watch. Like you, I can't watch." You saved yourself so like an hour and a half of wasted time. So I I tried to watch it by myself a second time. I got another 10, 15 minutes in. I'm just like, I still can't. I can't do it. I don't know what it is, but I was just getting really bothered by the sound, and I just I never finished it. So, and yeah. that never happens. Just don't. It's a shitty movie. It's so yeah. like awkward and weird and like she's essentially it, it like it's essentially like her going crazy and having an eating disorder the whole movie. And you're like, how is this paying tribute or like <laughs> anything to Princess Diana? Like what the yeah. fuck are you like who signed off on this? Like, <laughs> what, like what's going on? And yeah. then it's like Kristen Stewart like ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, whatever. So, but um, yeah. Kind of going back to the best pictures to you know finish that up. Um, we did a full review on Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we both saw that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think this was the first movie to have a rotten score that was nominated for best picture. I think that. What was did it, it have? I think like a thirty-three or something. You, know the, you, you mean the wor- the woke brigade brigade didn't like the woke movie? Oh my god! Maybe gosh. yeah. <laughs> wow, irony abounds. Yeah. Oh so then, um, so then the last uh, two movies I got to mention. Uh, first, I'll mention Drive My Car, which is the a, a Japanese film. Now we might have talked about it on the movie on the podcast, but so. This was highly regarded by so many different, you know, reviewers. It was on, I've seen, I saw it number one on a lot of top 10 lists. And Drive My Car ended up winning um, Best International Feature mm-hmm. uh, at the Oscars. Now, every time people talk about this movie, I'm just like, I have like zero desire to watch this. Really? Yeah. So the here here's the 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 plot summary. 
An aging, widowed actor seeks a chauffeur. The actor turns to his go-to mechanic who ends up recommending a 12, uh, not 12, 20-year-old girl. Despite their initial misgivings, a very special relationship develops between the two. Now, I, I no desire to watch this. It's three hours long. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. This is a fucking long movie. Now, I started watching it because it, it premiered on HBO Max at the beginning of the month. I was like, all right, let me give this a shot. I got 30 minutes in. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not watching this movie. I... I couldn't take it. I was like, this is so boring. How they're talking and how the, how their script was written, I'm like, this is not for me. This is, you know, I like art house type movies, but this is like, this is just too much for me. So I never finished it, and I don't I don't plan on finishing it. I think okay. I I think I had the right is- instincts to not watch it, um, and I wish I just didn't. So. So, yeah, Eric, you going to watch Drive My Car? No, I really saw the trailer for it, and I was like, nah, nope. Yeah. Not for me. So, I'm good. Yeah, so the last movie that I want to talk about real quick for Best Picture, uh, this was the last nominated movie, was Liquor's Pizza, uh, the latest Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I think he makes, you know, phenomenal movies. Um, but this one was just, you know, not really for me. Uh, you know, if you don't know the story for this, uh, pretty much like a 25 year old and a 15 year old, 25 year old woman, 15 year old boy kind of have this weird relationship and they kind of fall in love in like the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, it just, I don't know. The story just wasn't f- for me. Like I didn't find it interesting. I didn't find these characters that interesting. Uh, interestingly enough, the main actor Cooper Hoffman is the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, yeah, and uh, this was his first movie, and he was, you know, he was pretty good in it. Um, I really like the actress that uh, Alana Haim. Apparently, she is a singer from the Haim Sisters. I've never heard of them. Never heard of them either. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think Paul Thomas Anderson did a great job directing. I love this 70s setting. There are some really funny sequences in it. Bradley Cooper comes in for a, a small role. And, you know, we were talking about, like, small roles that get nominated for yeah. best actors uh, or best supporting actors. Like, this should have been one of those times where he was nominated for best supporting actor. He just came in and fucking killed it. Um but yeah, overall, the story, I just didn't care much for it. And it kind of goes back to the whole, like, you know, role reversals. Like, you know, imagine this movie was about a 15-year-old girl, girl trying to date this 25-year-old guy. It's like the same fucking shit, you know? Um, so, yeah, it just didn't, like, you know, it wasn't, It was. it's not one of my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you like a lot of his movies or no? Uh, give me an example of like what else he's kind of done, and then. Uh, so probably his best movie is um. Uh, there will be blood. Uh, he did he did Boogie Nights. He did Punch Drunk Love. Uh, he did. Um, uh, let's see, The Master. Uh, he did Phantom uh... Thread. Uh, I mean, I like no. there. I, I like there Magnolia. will be blood. I like there will be blood. Okay, yeah, you should watch more of his movies. 
And I'm just looking at his film, uh, his uh, filmography now, and he's directed uh, a lot of music videos too, especially for Haim. I didn't even realize that. I don't even know who that is. Well, Alana Haim is the star of uh, Licorice Pizza, so that's uh, that's that. Anyway, so those are the um, you know the best you know movies that were nominated this year overall. Okay, you know, not the best year in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just happy Coda won. I think it's you know well deserved. I would have been really pissed off if Drive My Car <laughs> probably won. Um, I'm trying to think. I think those are all my like overall thoughts um, on the Oscars this year. Uh, I'm 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 just like looking down the line real quick. I think yeah, I think that's about it. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so that's it for me, man. Uh, I don't know. Any other final thoughts from you? No, not really. I think I'm just going to continue to not watch. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it's just like it's... Unless, like, they really change the format in a way of, like, we, what we talked about. Like, I'm... I'm, like, not interested, man. Like, yeah, I like... I don't know. Like, I'm one of those people where... It's like, I like movies for movie's sake. I don't need somebody to tell me what the best movie is. I don't need to... Like, as much as, like, I enjoy it for, like, the act, the best actor, the best actress, the best supporting, and all this kind of shit. Like, I don't don't care to, like, have some faceless person, a part of an academy that's 50 years older than me, tell me what they think the best movie is. Like, I don't give a shit about your opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you want to just look at it from, like, how I would look at it, it's, like, the best movie is the one that made the most fucking money, you know, like, (laughs) and shit like that. Like, oh, you know what they actually did uh, this year, which is new? Mm. Um, They did, uh, like, Oscar fan favorites where they actually, like, took polls Mm -hmm. uh, online for, like, a couple things. Yeah. Uh, And so this is actually new. So they did, uh, I think, two... So they did – hold on. I want to get the exact um, – where is it here? So they, they did like the fan – like the fan the, the fan favorite movie of the year uh, and then the like what Oscars if, cheer moment. What like, did the fan you know. favorite of the year – which movie was that? Army of the Dead. What? Yeah, Army of the Dead. I'm trying to get the list of all the, the like all of the ones that were nominated here. Can you just get like give me a list? I'm trying to find it. Um So so they had I can't I can't find it. How did Oh, here we go. Here we go. So they had so they had um so for the fan favorite movies of the year they had uh in fifth place which this was again people voted on this like just fans in fifth place with tick tick boom followed by spider-man no way home in fourth i don't know why that's fourth that was the biggest movie of the year johnny depp's minamata i literally have not even heard never of heard movie. of this movie 
Cinderella starring Camila Cabello, which apparently was a total piece of trash on Amazon Prime. I don't know why that's oh, first. Oh, Amazon Prime made it. Okay. What, yeah, what came and, first? And then Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder film that came out on Netflix. That almost it's did like, credit Zack Snyder. Like, yeah. So, okay. Cunt. So, no. Listen to then. Listen to this next one. They did like a a cheer mo a cheer moment like best cheer moments in movies like this was like taking place over time. Mm-hmm. In fifth place, you had Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix. In fourth, you had Jennifer Hudson singing "I'm Telling You" in Dreamgirls. Number three is the final battle scene in Avengers Endgame. And they played the clip of Captain America saying, Avengers Assemble. That should be the biggest cheer moment. Number two, number two is in Spider-Man No Way Home. Sorry, spoilers, but, you know, the team up at the end. You know what number one was? And I don't know why Avengers cheer, like Avengers was not number one. Number one is from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Was when Ezra Miller's Flash goes back ta- in time. taps into the Speed Force. Dope. Whatever. I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I did not. I did not cheer like that. Like compared to the other two, it's oh, like I cheered. For people sure. at home. People at home watching it. You know. Anyways, so that was I'm you know that was a that. fun way. <laughs> fun. You know that was a fun way for the Oscars to get into the fans. Uh, yeah. But it was, I was just like, really, Army of the Dead, and you're going to do... Yeah, that kind of... So Zack Snyder, you know, how much did Zack Snyder have to pay to get both of his moments at the top? Yeah, um, I don't know. That's the Snyder fans that did that. So yeah, the Snyder them, fans but, probably, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't but, think that that's like the best fan movie of... Like, like get the fuck out of here, dude. I know. Spider-Man I know. No Way Home is definitely the best movie Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bunch well, of dumbasses. Yeah. Well, Eric, thank you for amusing me for the past, you know, hour talking about the Oscars. Oh, um, dude, of course. Like, you know what it is? Like, I, you, like, like, I'm not going to not respect the fact that, like, you love mov- movies to the point where you will literally not. Like, because I'm a person where it's like I watch movies, but I also fall back on like comfortable rewatches. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, you are the person that will branch out and like just watch something and give it a chance. And sometimes yeah. I'm just like, fuck that. Like, that movie's not meant for me. Like, I don't need it. Like, it's not appealing. Like, I won't watch it. You know, like, I won't. So it's like, I'm. I'm happy that you're the way you are with this stuff because you get me to watch stuff that I wouldn't typically watch. Just mm-hmm. like how Nina gets me to watch shit that I wouldn't typically watch. And it's like yeah. through my own little fucked up lens of how I see movies, as you know, like I enjoy them and I'm going to go and watch. I'm for, I've been wanting to like watch like Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog. I want to watch West Side Story like I do just because like I've never seen it. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not so much sure about Belfast, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just yeah, I, I couldn't do tragedy of Macbeth. But, you know, my point is, is that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm happy that you're you're the way you are and you like this stuff. And and you see Aww. the nominations and you're like, ah, oh, shit. All right. Let me watch that so that I can, you know, like, like, like there's yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a validity to like your opinion about this stuff that I, I 
you know, I take it seriously. Oh, well, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. You know, I do. Lo- I do love my movies. Yeah, man. So, well, all right. Well, let's. Uh, you know, let's get out of here for tonight, and then, uh, you know, hopefully we have a movie for next week. Yeah. You know, Morbius comes out this weekend. Oh God, I heard. Um, I heard bad things, dude. I have not been hearing good things <laughs> oh, about this. Um, they're literally spoiling the movie because they're like, nah, no one's gonna see this. <laughs> Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for Jared Leto. I feel like he just has a really bad agent. Yeah, yeah, he picks interesting things. Yeah. So, I want to go see X or The Lost City. I heard those were really good. I heard that was so. really good. Yeah, surprisingly, Channing Tatum. Who? Uh, yeah. Who else is in that? Um, dude, that movie made thirty-one millions at the box office this weekend. Fantastic. Crazy. I think that's such a good sign for original movies, like. Original. Oh, fun. Anne Hathaway. That's who else is in this. And no, Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra it? Bullock. I apologize. Daniel Radcliffe. Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oscar Nunez. Daniel. Radcliffe. Yeah, the, like, dude. It's. I'm just happy that an original movie like this, um, just made a lot of money. You know, this is how we're gonna get new. Is this original? You know, like, I feel like there've been a lot of like Lost City quote-unquote movies no so this one is like more of like a action comedy like she's like a writer like a romance novel and i guess it kind of comes to life where she gets kidnapped and then okay. someone she has to like help find this treasure or something like that i don't know uh, a, rec- a reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure is channing tatum the cover model yeah yeah <laughs> <I> know, yeah <laughs> This man is like 30-something years old, still just playing the sexy male character. Good for Why him. Why not? Good for Good him. Good for him. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. You know, I really hope we get we start getting a little more from him. Like, he's a, he's a good actor, and I really, like, need him to kind of do more shit so he can shake off this Harry Potter fucking persona, dude. <laughs> like yeah he does stuff here and there i know I, I he does a lot of uh broadway i think or he's done a lot of broadway but yeah he did i think i just you know i want to see him in more movies like i feel like he has really good acting chops and until he kind of does his you know the robert pattinson tour where he does all these like indie films where he proves himself like i feel like we're not going to see him in anything legitimate and you want to see a good movie with him? Swiss Watch Army G- Man. Uh, well, I mean that's a great movie, but it he, he's like a, he just plays like a dead body, you know. He's he's really yeah. funny in it. But no, check him out in Jungle. Uh, it's it's based on a true story of um, you know this guy that uh, you know he just gets lost in the jungle. <laughs> Oh, I don't know I how it. else to explain it, but it's it's a true story. Um, but it's it's really it's really good. He's great in it. Uh, to me, it's his um, his best role. I'll see if it's streaming anywhere. But if you want to see his like his acting chops, you should check that I one think out. It's on Prime, from what it looks like. I if I remember, I did watch it on Prime. I'm checking it out right now. Um, I added to it my is watch. yes, it is yeah. on Prime Video right now. So yeah, I, I, I recommend um, Jungle. So. All right, I'll give this a watch, man. Because yeah. I, I, I want to see him in other stuff. Because, um, I just do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. All right, talk to you next week. <laughs>